The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable size episodes? Well, I think you are. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Thriving Thursday. Oh my God, so excited for this one that I'm just going to quickly say I'm here with Gabby Mabode. Let's go. <laughs> Great day, all. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's my turn. Right. Sorry. <laughs> she usually says I love these episodes because they're so nice and short I mean, and sweet, but that's oh, okay. That's okay. She didn't feel like telling you all that today. This one. Thank you. Thank you. Because we have a very, very special guest today. And it was funny because when uh, Ketchy and I were chatting about the topic that we wanted to talk about today, which is the psychology of no, right? Let's all admit that sometimes it's hard for some people to say no, myself included, although I've, I've transformed a little over the years. Uh, I remember when we were chatting and I was like, you know, I know the perfect person that we can invite on this podcast recording. So, <laughs> And literally, she was that Italian that did that. I know the perfect person with yeah. her hands and everything. So she introduced me to Hina. Yes, yes. And I'm so blown away that ladies and gentlemen, I'm just letting you know that after today's episode, she will be coming back on as a full guest so that I will get to experience her energy and her awesomeness. But for today, we really want to pull from her, draw from her energy and talk about the psychology of no. And I know to kick us off, you know, Gabby told me this amazing story. So Gabby, tell us your story to set the scene. Yes, for sure. So I remember there was a time where I was working in an office environment and so many people would ask me for help. And of course, we're all of service. And I I really, I've lived with that my life where I feel like I'm of service. And so I would say, oh, for sure, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help. And at five o'clock, everybody would go home. And then Gabby's left in the office starting my job. (laughs) I got so distracted. I I really had a hard time saying no. I was just a yes person. And so I found that trickled into my life where, again, there's nothing wrong with being helpful. But I did find that it, it taught me that saying no was actually difficult. And so that's part of the reason why I wanted to chat about the power of no today and perhaps get some insight on how we can do it and not feel guilty about saying no. And that's why we invited Hannah Khan today because she is the master of mindset. And I know that she's had extensive training with her, her mentor, Bob Proctor, and she's, uh, you know, a a peak performance coach. So help me welcome (laughs) Hannah Khan. Love it. So how about just get us started? Why does it feel so weird and awkward to say no? Where does that come from? This is huge for women, especially. And that's because we have been taught that we should put other people's needs and what they need ahead of our own. And if we say no, it's not nice. And being nice is a Mm. value that we've been told that we should have as from young girls, from young girls. So to say no, it's not something that we're used to. It hasn't been modeled. Sometimes we haven't even seen 
other women in our life say no in the home that we grew up in we did it we, some of us don't even know that no is an option <laughs> we just thought it was like oh maybe not now maybe not now is the option but i can actually say no so to be honest um this is a relearn an unlearning a relearning of understanding that sometimes the kindest thing you can do is say no mm. and that it is not being selfish so even in gabby's situation which is so common mm. say yes to everything it's all i would suspect gabby that for you at that time it was just a habitual response someone yeah. said oh gabby can you do this it was just yes yeah you you probably didn't even pause you probably didn't even ask yourself this question do i want to do it mm. am i available for it do i have time to do it what about my goals and what i want where does this land in that you wouldn't that conversation that di- inner dialogue probably did not even happen yeah because we were not programmed for it to happen but i love that it's changing mm. wow and you know we were going to ask you that question as well is like how do you know when you should say no like either what does it feel like in our body you know, what questions like you just kind of went through them. Should I be asking myself, you know, how, and, and if I've been a yes person to my tribe, how do I suddenly start saying no? So there's, I packed a little bit in there, but maybe you can start with like, how, how do we know when we should be saying no? The first thing to do is get really clear on your own goals and what you want. Mm. And then what I say is then your goals become what you base your decisions on is this part of your goal is it moving forward does the person with your goal do this does the person with your goal engage in these types of conversations does the per- is the person with your goal so available to everybody else you know and this is a big thing especially for business women when we start our own businesses people tend to not respect your boundaries or your time as they would if you were going into an office mm. Like we'll ask things, well, you're home. So mm-hmm. could you just do this or that? But on to be honest, and I know this is kind of hard to hear, but it's one of the things I'm, I speak about a lot and I've had to learn this. You're teaching people how to treat you. Right. Like we have to take responsibility for what we are allowing into our life, for the way people speak to us, from what they expect of us. And so there's that part that you get really clear. And then honestly, you've got to be okay that some people aren't going to like this. Some people right. aren't going to like Gabby that says no, but what, I'm going to be like, well, I don't understand. I don't, there was a, <laughs> a word came out of Gabby's mouth. I hadn't heard it before. I don't, I, I think she was speaking a different language. It was like, no, no, no. And there wasn't even an explanation. Yeah. Like, so we have to also be aware that not everybody is going to be on board, especially if this is a different way for you to show up. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong. If anything, it probably means that it's right and long overdue. Mm. Do you feel that we need to explain why we've said no? I think it can be a good bridge if you feel like you need to do that because it could be too much of a jump to yeah. go from always saying yes to just saying no. Mm. You, you may It may make it very difficult. So you can explain it. But I also think that there's things you can do to help soften it as well by saying things like, 
let me get back to you. Just to give yourself a moment. Mm. I'm going to think about it. To allow yourself just to interrupt that pattern of saying yes. If a no feels too much of a jump, you can do that. And then sure, if it helps you just to start to do this, to provide an explanation, you can. Is it needed? No. (laughs) It isn't needed at, at all. And there are some people that we wouldn't expect it from. We wouldn't expect a big, long explanation. And sometimes people don't want that. They just want to know, right. can you or can't you? Yeah. And then we end up oversharing. And then we'll talk about <laughs> childhood. I'm in this because I'm really learning something different about myself. But if it helps you do it, but it's not necessary. So it's interesting that you say that because I had a, a, a recent experience. And it was with somebody that I didn't really, I didn't know. And they reached out to ask me to do something that would, because they watch my social. Um, and so I know them through the, like the LinkedIn kind of community. And I had thought about saying, like in the conversation, I was like, you know what? I was, I felt the no coming, you know? And I was thinking, okay, maybe I don't want to just say outright no. And I thought about saying, let me get back to you. But I also felt that that wasn't truthful because in that moment, I knew what I wanted to say. And so what I said is that um, I would, I did say that I will, I'm going to see if there's anyone in my network who this would be better aligned to. Mm. I, I, I support and I agree with like the cause, but I don't have the, I do, I do not have the capacity and it's not a cause that I typically, you know, put some energies into. And so I would need the I would need to have this overload of capacity to be able to do something that's not typically I'm aligned with. And so I didn't it wasn't that long. It was actually much shorter. But in that moment, I couldn't say, let me get back to you, because I felt that that was untruth in the sense that I knew right then I would say no. So my so I'm raising that because. I don't like to leave conversations like feeling with a feeling of being, you know, untruthful. Or not really honest. And so if you know you want to say no in the moment, should you still give yourself that space? Or no, should you say no? Say no. Say if no. If you know, if you know it's a no and you're able to, then say no, only because all you're doing is prolonging <laughs> it for yourself and the other person. Mm-hmm. Right. And the one way that you can collapse time and starve fear is making decisions quickly. Ooh, say that again. Collapse time. Collapse time. Because if you're if you know that it's a no and you are saying, let me think about it, you're adding time to this experience. When you can just collapse time, say no, they can move on. You, you can then get on the energy of, well, maybe I'll think of someone that would be a better fit. Mm-hmm. They can get on the energy of, oh, let's see who else is available. And people can move on with their lives. Mm. But they, I will get back to you. It just, and that's what people do is we'll say that in a way to try to soften it. I think if you're not used to saying no, it's a good first step. Mm. But if you're really clear, if you're really clear, which you were really clear, yeah, then you're right. It's not in alignment with you. And they're going to pick up on a double binding energy. They're going to pick up on you saying, let me think about it. But the energy is going to be, it, it's going to be kind of mixed mm-hmm. because from a, an energetic perspective, your energy is, is that it's a no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Whew. You know, one of the things that I also wanted to gain from this discussion was how to not feel so bad and like how to, how to stop apologizing 
because I, I sometimes people just feel so bad that they apologize with their no. I'm so sorry. I just feel so bad to say no. And this is what, you know, why do you think it's so hard to, why do you think it's so hard? How do you stop apologizing? Well, I think it's because of that paradigm about want, about the desire to be liked. So mm. I want to say no, but I want you to like me. <laughs> and this comes from working on yourself and your self-image to say, I'm going to say no, and what you think of me is none of my business. Mm. Yeah. So I don't need to apologize for it. Like, I can simply say no, and I have, um, I have a strong enough self-image that I can manage if you feel negative about my no Mm -hmm. that's okay I think we see this a lot like I I had just written a a post around being spiritual af and having business boundaries like (laughs) we don't think that they can align but they they totally align it's like you can be spiritual you can be um a loving generous person and have boundaries and actually you'll probably amplify more of those areas in your life by having boundaries around it so but it's okay so so it's getting to a place where you can say no and be okay if the person has negative feelings about it i agree and you know i'll be honest with you i think that when you are fully in line with your spirituality the boundaries the the energy of the boundaries live with within you Right. And so sometimes you don't even need to voice them. People will either ask permission to be in that space, you know, and, you know, um, because it just, it becomes, it exudes you. It just, it becomes part of you. And I, so, you know, I'm saying that because I think you hit the nail, you hit the hammer on the nail. You have to know who you are. Yeah. Because if you don't know you, who you are, then it's really hard to differentiate between what you should be saying yes and saying no to, or that alignment that using the word alignment, which you're aligned and not aligned to. But, um, I'm not sure if you know, have you heard of Amanda Gorman? So she was the poet laureate that, that um, did. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes the inaugural. I don't, yeah, have you heard, yeah, I've heard of her. I didn't say, yeah. did you know her? Yeah. Cause I, I want to know her, but I don't know her yet. Yeah. <laughs> so she did an interview with Oprah. And one of the most part, and this, that's actually how this episode was born because in the interview, she said, no is her greatest instrument in her journey. Well, she's in her words. She says, no is my greatest instrument in my journey. Like when she expressed it as a tool and an instrument, it was so powerful. And this is this young, I don't know. She's a gen, she's like, I guess a millennial. I don't know what she is, but she anyway, she's super young. And I was just like, my gosh, she just. And, and this was like, I have to learn that. And then she said, no, for, so for me, that's when I realized that no is enough. Yes. No, it's its own verb, noun, subject, complete sentence, all in one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know what? And I love that she's learned that so young as well. That's going to serve her well. Yeah, she said um, because you know, obviously, she was who she was. What what yeah. we what we came to know her, of her after she delivered that amazing poet, she was already that. It's just yes. now the world knows that, and so the world started coming for her, and that's yes. where she had to learn. No, otherwise, she says she would have been saying yes to every single thing that came her way, you know. And and I recognized the value in that. I was like, wow. And I'm, mm. you know, no is it's, it's, it's greatest instrument in our lives. And so we need to, we need to practice it for just our own mental capacity and, 
well-being. when you said that, it made me think that another reason no can be so difficult is because of the fear of missing out. So right. that comes from a lack of mentality that I will lose. I could possibly lose something if I say no. I could lose somebody's friendship. I could lose an you know an invitation to something. Maybe they won't invite me again if I say no, or they won't you know like me like you know. Um, or they won't think I'm helpful. So sometimes it can come from a place of lack and scarcity. And so we're saying yes to too many things that we don't even really want to do. Wow. That's actually very powerful. I appreciate you saying that because I have a health condition and sometimes that prevents me from following through with plans to go out for dinner with girlfriends on a Friday night, for example. And so sometimes I'm just too lethargic and just too tired. So I will call them and I'll say, I'm so sorry. I'm just not feeling up to it. And I just have this overwhelming amount of guilt. And sometimes truthfully, I I say yes, even though I'm not feeling well, there was a time. And, uh, but I realized I wasn't helping myself at all by saying yes, when I really, I wanted to see them. Of course I did. And I wanted to have that girl chat but at the end of the day I just physically didn't feel well and strong enough so I, I remember getting to a point where I would say I'm, I'm I'm sorry you know or no not this time can we reschedule for next time and I felt that they respected me more and then they would reschedule so I actually didn't end up missing out they just didn't continue without me they they would reschedule and then I felt wanted I was like okay they wanted me there so mm-hmm. they rescheduled when it was good for me and I was like okay but I never would have known that trust and that that feeling unless I took that stance in saying no and I'm glad, I mean, we're, we're going to be wrapping this up, but I'm so happy, Gabby, that you took us there because I think many of us could, I'm hoping many of us that are listening here, there's, you've had that experience where you just was like, okay, you know, courageously, I'm going to say no. Yeah. And whatever it is that you said no to in itself just dissipated, it either didn't happen yeah. or it happened and you weren't even aware it happened because you were being able to have capacity to do what you loved to do. But a lot of times you won't know that unless you say no. That's exactly it. <laughs> well, and so, say, uh, sorry, if I can just say one yeah, more please. on that is that this really can affect every area of your life. Yeah. When you, this can help you with your finances. And what I mean by this is, is that, if we are diluting ourselves, being there for everyone, doing everything for everyone, that affects our ability to earn money, get our businesses going, doing things that we want to do um, to move our own initiatives forward because we're doing everybody else's agenda. We're taking mm-hmm. care of everyone else and not ours. Mm-hmm. And I like one of my goals is to see women and also those in the black indigenous people of color, um, for us to all be millionaires, like I'm very, because I think we need to have economic power. And if you're going to have economic power, you've got to say no to things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need some more henna in my life. I know we all need, a piece we of all need some henna in my life. Oh my God. That is such a beautiful way to bring yeah. this amazing episode which is so like I oh my gosh I have learned so much today and you've empowered my I mean if you've empowered me and Gabby I definitely know you've empowered our listeners as well and so Hannah thank you so much I do want you to have one last message that you would love to leave with every listener here uh, to wrap this up 
I guess the one thing that I would say that's been a game changer in my own life is take a hundred percent responsibility for your results. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 100% 100%. responsibility for your results. I love it. Oh my God. Can I say, I love you. I'm allowed to say, I know I say, I love love you. I I don't even need to know you to love you unconditionally. So thank you so much for sharing energy with Gabby and I today and our listeners and Gabby, unfortunately, this is where we have to say we're out. (laughs) So there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.